U.S. Justice Department technologists examining Hillary Rodham Clinton's email server should have no problems identifying emails that transversed the system. That's the conclusion of forensic experts contacted by Information Security Media Group, including the SANS Institute's digital forensics and response lead, Rob Lee. In a nutshell, email is really hard to delete. It is quite possible and likely that email um, is found in multiple backup locations. On top of that, a single email could generate one to many, you know, I say many, like 12 to, you know, 100 even copies of the same email um, in multiple different locations. Clinton has agreed to provide the Justice Department with her private email server that she used during her four years as Secretary of State. The Justice Department and FBI are investigating how classified information was handled on the private server. The Inspector General for the Intelligence Community says two messages labeled top secret were among 40 emails he reviewed from her private account. Clinton maintains that she never sent messages labeled classified. The facts are pretty clear. I did not send nor receive anything that was classified at the time. Perhaps technically true, Lee parses Clinton's statement. When someone says classified after the fact, uh, all that means is that it wasn't marked. That note at that point wasn't classified until I write the word secret or top secret on it. Then it's classified. So it's knowingly doing, sending classified information, both the overhear conversation during classified briefing and then write that, uh, some of that information in the email. At that point, the information is still classified because it was sourced from another location, but the email itself didn't have proper classification markings that so was classified after the fact. If you listen to the words that they're saying, they're not saying that they didn't know it was classified information. They're saying it wasn't classified at the time it was sent. If it was classified, was that information originally learned during or reading a classified brief or in a classified meeting? And if it was, then they just didn't follow classification guidelines when they were writing their emails. In December, Clinton turned over to the government 30,000 emails, but she deleted another 32,000 emails she deemed personal. Justice Department and FBI examiners will look at her server to determine if, indeed, she turned over all those emails and if any of the deleted ones were misclassified as personal. The examiners also will try to determine how many of the emails were or could be deemed classified, if proper safeguards were taken to protect the server, including patching and using encryption, and whether hackers breached the server. If the emails were not marked classified, how would examiners determine messages that should have been marked classified? Here's Stephen Burgess of Burgess Computer Forensics. I think what they'll be looking for is sensitive terms that are suggestive of sensitive or classified information. So they're going to be looking through the bodies of the email. They're going to be looking for the subjects of the email. They are surely going to harvest every email address that's on there. And then, you know, with anything that appears to have been classified, they're going to take a closer look. So they're probably not going to read, humanly read, every one of the tens of thousands of emails on there. They're going to search for keywords. If those keywords or key phrases turn up, they're going to look at the context of those keywords or key phrases. And if the context of those keywords or key phrases looks promising, if you will, then they're going to look at the whole email. And they're going to look at who it was sent to and then they're going to go talk to those people. Depending on the situation, they're not allowed to just grab everything. You know, they're supposed to look at specific things, targeted or focused on, at least broadly, on the subject matter. The DOJ hasn't specified how it will forensically examine the server, but Cybersecurity and Risk Management Advisor Kavika Dagio surmises how examiners could approach the investigation and might ask, Is the story that I was given about where this machine came from 
and what happened to it and who had access to it and what kinds of things were done to it in the meantime, uh, does that story match what I see in the logs? Are the parts in here the parts that I'd expect? Was the system built or patched when I would have expected it to be patched? Were new admins added or changed? Were syslogs, uh, system logs added or changed or deleted? Was the kind of logging changed at different times? And those logs could tell if Clinton or her server's systems administrator tried to circumvent the reception or transmission of classified emails. As Garrett Morvick of the cybersecurity firm Ben the Bar says, non-classified email servers can be configured to reject messages tagged as classified. The system itself, configured correctly, would reject any attempts to send classified going up or down. If she had that specific laptop or tool or computer, whatever she was using in that environment, it has to be uh, certified to be able to receive classified information. And if it isn't, then the administrator would say nothing comes to this that's even classified, even if it's a mistake. It gets blocked. And there's a trail to say someone attempted to try to send classified to this unclassified device or to this unclassified user ID. If we had the capability to block all these things and then the human forgot to do it or made a mistake or she asked for a special favor to dot block it, then we caused part of the damage because we allowed something that we have checks and balances in place to prevent it. But the experts say they expect the examiners to do more than just lay out the facts from the examination of the logs. They should also interpret the facts as Kapika Dajio contends. There's room for interpretation. That's why people get admitted as expert witnesses, because they need to give their opinions if they're going to add a lot of value. Otherwise, all somebody can report is, is something that somebody else can read, which is, this user erased these files, or this is the only user that I see on the system right now. What I'd be looking for is the entire chain of custody being provided to me from the time that it was handed to the people responsible for giving it to me to the time that I get it in the lab and, and start making copies of everything, right, to work on. And then I want to know everything they can say about the provenance of the box because I'm going to ask for purchasing documents and maintenance documents and run books. And I'm going to want to know who had access to the building and who they said were admins who were supposed to have it. And I'm going to want all the passwords that they have and they collected and when the last time those persons with those passwords had access to the box and when the last time that box was connected to the network. Because I'm really looking for the truth, not something that's truthy. The Justice Department hasn't provided a deadline when it will report on its investigation of the Clinton email server. But as the presidential campaign intensifies, forensics examiners' conclusions likely will become fodder that candidates and their supporters will exploit. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Eric Chabro.